Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This podcast is sponsored by your local Hawaii Nissan dealers and HMAA. This is Hawaii News Now. First at four. And first at four, an Oahu grand jury quickly indicts Kaka'ako murder suspect Jesse Nielsen just hours after his initial appearance in court. He's accused of fatally stabbing a man he met on a social media app. Stephanie Lum has details from newly released court documents. Jesse Nielsen. 30-year-old Jesse Nielsen's appearance in court was brief, but the murder case that prosecutors are building against him is lengthy. He's suspected of killing Yao Hua Yan at the 63-year-old's apartment in Kaka'ako last week Monday. Investigators say they met on a social media app. Yan was an academic support specialist at the University of Hawaii at Manoa Center for Chinese Studies. But when he didn't show up for work two days in a row, a wellness check was made at his condo. According to court records, police found Yan on the kitchen floor, surrounded by a large amount of blood. Near him, a knife blade and handle that had been separated. The medical examiner determined Yan died from stab wounds to the neck. Investigators checked surveillance video that showed Jan entering the building just before 1 p.m. and taking an unknown man to his 26th floor unit. Just about 20 minutes later, that same man was seen running down the stairwell to exit the building. HPD put a photo of the man into their facial recognition program and say Jesse Nielsen turned up as a match. Nielsen was already in custody for an alleged assault that happened three days after the murder. A family member told HPD that Nielsen had been acting erratically for about a week due to his, quote, methamphetamine use. Nielsen is no stranger to police or the courts. He was convicted last year of attempting to sexually assault a family member. He accepted a plea deal and received a one-year sentence with credit for time served and probation. In this case, the offense alleged is murder. Uh, this is a violent and very serious case. Nielsen is being held without bail. If convicted of murder, he faces an enhanced sentence of life in prison without the possibility of parole because Jan was over the age of 60. Stephanie Lum, Hawaii News Now. Also in court today, a judge denied a murder suspect's request for supervised release and reduction in bail. Myron Takushi is charged for murder in the death of William Kono Dalin at the 2012 sports bar in McCulley last July. His defense team sought a reduction in bail from a million dollars to $100,000, citing a bail report that shows low risk assessment and no prior convictions. His lawyer called the shooting an isolated incident, while prosecutors said the facts of the case are egregious. The evidence is going to show that the complaining witness was definitely the initial aggressor in the case. The evidence is also going to show that the complainant um, was highly intoxicated. His blood alcohol level limits level was over two times the legal limit to drive. Evidence will also show, as the surveillance video captured all of this, that the defendant shot Mr. Dalen not once, not twice, seven times. It will also show that behind his right shoulder was the exit to this bar. The defendant could have left. Ultimately, the judge denied Takushi's motion, keeping bail at a million dollars. Trial is scheduled to begin in September. Three Kupuna are hospitalized following a crash in the ward area. 
The incident happened at around 6.30 this morning on Alamoana Boulevard. Honolulu EMS said an 85-year-old woman and two 78-year-old women were transported to the hospital in serious condition. An officer at the scene told us that the three women were crossing in the crosswalk, but they did not have the right of way. Two women in their 70s were seriously injured when they were hit by a car while walking this morning in Hawaii Kai. Happened at about 7.30 on Keohole Place and Hawaii Kai Drive. EMS treated the women for leg and hip injuries. No word on the cause of the crash. And Honolulu police have opened an attempted murder case after a man said he was pushed into the path of a moving city bus. Now this happened on Piikoi Street near Alamoana Center just before 2.30 yesterday afternoon. EMS says the man suffered a serious head injury and was rushed to the hospital in serious condition. No arrests have been made. Maui County officials will provide an update this evening on the process to select a permanent site for wildfire debris. Residents can attend the meeting at 5.30 at the Lahaina Civic Center or watch the live stream on the county's Facebook page. The three potential sites are an area in Pu'unene near the existing central Maui landfill, a parcel just Malka of Wahikuli neighborhood in West Maui, and the Crater Village area, Malka of the Lahaina, Lahaina Civic Center. weather now a live look at glorious Waikiki more rain will be picking up tonight on our first alert radar chief meteorologist Jennifer Robbins has a closer look hey Jen and you can actually see those gray skies right now so a blanket of clouds have been blocking out the sun and we're starting to see a few more showers that will be developing into the next couple of hours as we take a look at the big picture we have a few different systems moving through we have a storm system that will bring in bigger swell energy by the time we get into the weekend but then what's caught up within the trade wind flow the remnants of a front that will be marching through so we're watching that into the night with those passing showers another round friday and then more rain on the way, likely Saturday morning. So we'll be watching the radar very uh, carefully as some of these showers will be carried over by the trade winds. I'll take a deeper look at the rest of your first alert seven day forecast. But let's first check in with Jonathan and personal traffic. Well, we're starting off with some congestion right now here. H1 and Liliha see the traditional slowdowns a little bit more less on the uh, eastbound side. But let's take a look at our flow maps right now and tell you a few things that we're tracking for you. Uh, we do have a report in the Kalihi area at Kalihi and Colburn is blocking some traffic as we speak. And then moving further out, you see a little bit of a tie up right there. The Moana Lua Freeway There's an accident. Olune and Eva Eva Street is very dark and very red when you make your way over the H1 and getting to the H1 H2 connector. Not too bad at all. And coming to the have a plane uh, really have no problems to tell you about in the Makakilo area and in the Renton Road area. So right now this is what your drive times look like uh, to Mililani about 55 minutes to say to Kampale to Nanakuli will take you about 88 minutes. That's your first little traffic. Mark and Ash back to you. Thank you, Jonathan. The U.S. Supreme Court has agreed to hear arguments in one of former President Trump's criminal cases. Justices will eventually decide whether he is entitled to broad immunity from prosecution for acts allegedly committed while in office. Our White House correspondent John Decker has more. The Supreme Court will once again play an important part in the 2024 election. The Supreme Court has decided to hear the appeal coming from lawyers for former President Donald Trump as to whether a former president can be prosecuted for the actions that he took while he was president of the United States. Donald Trump claims that he has absolute immunity from prosecution. This isn't just me. This is all presidents. They have to be given immunity. Otherwise, they're going to be 
unable to act. This goes to the heart of special counsel Jack Smith's case against the former president, and it further delays the case against him. As things stand right now, the Supreme Court will hear oral arguments concerning this case the week of April the 22nd. If the Supreme Court sides with lower court rulings and decides that Donald Trump does not have absolute immunity from prosecution, then Jack Smith can proceed with the case against him. I expect that they will uphold what the D.C. Circuit said. That was a detailed 57-page opinion. They really went through all of the former president's arguments, specifically the argument that trying him would violate the separation of powers. And that case would likely take place before the November presidential election. The Supreme Court once again weighing in on the 2024 election and their decision could decide whether or not that case against him by the special counsel Jack Smith will proceed. In Washington, I'm John Decker. A big shakeup on Capitol Hill today as Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell announced he will be stepping down as the Republican leader later this year. He says he will still serve out his Senate term, which ends January 2027. McConnell, who turned 82 last week, is the longest serving Senate leader in history, wielding power within the GOP for almost two decades. Father time remains undefeated. I'm no longer the young man sitting in the back hoping colleagues would remember my name. It's time for the next generation of leadership. House Speaker Mike Johnson said in a statement that no member of Congress has played a greater role in reshaping the federal judiciary. In 2023, McConnell fell and suffered a concussion and since then has had two separate instances where he froze in the middle of speaking. His aides say his health did not play a role in his decision to scale back his responsibilities. Meanwhile, congressional leaders struck a deal to avoid a partial government shutdown, at least for now. The deal extends funding for some government agencies until March 8th and the rest until March 22nd. The House will vote tomorrow on the continuing resolution to fund federal agencies. Well, firefighters in Texas are struggling to get a handle on a cluster of wildfires, including one blaze bigger than the state of Rhode Island. That's ahead on First at Four. Hey, Howard. Hey, Mark. Hawaii's top local owner of shopping centers reports a profit for the year. We'll check in on Alexander and Baldwin. The Dow halted most of its dive today, closing down only 23 points. You're getting your news first at four, and we'll all be right back. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This is Hawaii News Now. Community leaders and students celebrated Alice Ball today. She is a black UH chemist who created a treatment for leprosy. Students and academics marched around the UH campus to honor Ball and celebrate Black History Month. Alice Augusta Ball's discovery was hidden for more than half a century because another scientist took credit for her work. She was only 23 when she developed a treatment for leprosy from the oil extract from the Chalmugra tree. She died in 1916, but her injectable treatment remained the most effective treatment until the 1940s. So I celebrate her as a scholar, researcher, teacher, and a black woman in academia. Now, Ball is the first African-American and first woman to graduate from UH Manoa and became the first black woman with a graduate degree in the U.S. in 1915. 
To business news, Alexander and Baldwin owns most of our favorite neighborhood shopping centers. So, how is it doing? Howard Dykus has the details. Hey, Howard. Hey, guys. A and B lost $3.5 million in the fourth quarter, but still made a $30 million profit for the year. It completed a renovation of Manoa Marketplace and added tenants from Pearl Highlands to Aikahi Shopping Center. And it unloaded Grace Pacific, a paving company that lost money for years and wasn't part of A&B's core business anyway. A&B these days is an owner and developer of commercial and industrial real estate, all of it in Hawaii. The Renaissance Hotel had its blessing today, 39 stories, 112 residences, 187 hotel rooms and suites on the Makai side of Kapi'olani in the block before the convention center. Rates begin at $322 a night. A surprise profit in the streaming video business, Paramount Global has been trying to unload its streaming business and it missed growth expectations with 68 million subscribers, up only 4 million. And yet, it made a $514 million fourth quarter profit when forecasts called for a loss. Apart from Paramount Studios, the company owns Showtime, BET, Nickelodeon, and CBS. Guys, back to you. Thank you very much, Howard. Apple is ditching its decade-long effort to build a self-driving electric car. Employees working on Project Titan, but we move to the company's artificial intelligence division. Electric vehicle sales have been low in the U.S., causing several major manufacturers to pull back on investments. And for those who wear Apple Watches and Fitbits, a new option will soon be on the market. Motorola showed off its new bendable smartphone at an international showcase this week. Now, it looks like a regular phone, but can be placed on your wrist and worn like a bracelet. One of the benefits, they say, is while shopping or with kids, you can look at your phone while going hands-free. Serious multitasking, right? <laughs> More news ahead, but first look at the stories we're working on for the next half hour. The president's son testifies behind closed doors in connection with the House GOP impeachment inquiry. I'm Natalie Brand with new reaction from members on the committee and Hunter Biden's statement. Businesses say organized retail theft is a growing problem here in Hawaii as professional shoplifters become more brazen and aggressive. An Oahu educator wins the prestigious Teacher of Promise Award and a $2,000 cash prize. We'll take you to the surprise announcement at 4.30. Don't go anywhere. Check in with Jen and Jonathan after the break. This podcast is sponsored by Doctors of Waikiki, Hawaii's best urgent care. Your local Hawaii Nissan dealers. And HMAA. We're passionate about your health. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah. That's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.